Welcome to another episode of Follow the Brand. I am your host, Grant McGaw, CEO of Five Star BDM, a five-star personal branding and business development company. I want to take you on a journey that takes another deep dive into the world of personal branding and business development using compelling personal stories, business conversations, and tips to improve your personal brand. By listening to the Follow the Brand podcast series, you will be able to differentiate yourself from the competition and allow you to build trust with prospective clients and employers. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Make it one that will set you apart, build trust, and reflect who you are. Developing your five-star personal brand is a great way to demonstrate your skills and knowledge. If you have any questions for me or my guests, please email me at grant.mcgaugh, spelled M-C-G-A-U-G-H, at 5star BDM, B for brand, D for development, M for masters.com. Now let's begin with our next five-star episode on Follow the Brand. Welcome to the Follow Brand Podcast. I am your host, Grant McGaugh. My guest today, David Lee, is a longtime security expert turned media and financial expert giving back to the community in unique ways. He frames a story to help others achieve their business and career goals. He defines financial empowerment as an endeavor to understand the system of finance that has already been created. He wants us to walk into this world of opportunity with the confidence to succeed financially. Teaching and empowering everyone that they can be great at multiple things and staying on focus is David's philosophy. He unpacks a transformative story that took him from California to Australia that changed his life view. David Lee is a man of many talents. He is the identity Jedi in the identity and access management space with over 15 years of experience helping Fortune 500 companies understand the way of identity. David has run the gamut regarding identity from engineering to consulting to business development and product management. He has become one of the most knowledgeable and sought after experts in the field. David is also a passionate advocate for financial literacy within the African-American community and the co-founder of the On The Corner Media Group, a multimedia company focused on empowering Black Americans through education and entrepreneurship. When he is not building a media empire, breaking down financial barriers, or demystifying identity, he enjoys playing golf, a good book, or playing video games with his friends. Let us welcome David Lee to the Follow Brand Podcast, where we are building a five-star brand that you can follow. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special week on Follow the Brand. We've got Mr. David Lee. If you're not familiar with David Lee, you will be. I love David Lee because he comes from the same world that I do information technology. He is a cybersecurity expert, but he has made a pivot into media that he's doing a lot around, and he wants to talk to our audience about financial empowerment and why that is important for him and to all of us. So 
Mr. David Lee, like to introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me, Grant. Um, so like you said, my name is David Lee, um, longtime <clears throat> cybersecurity person, almost just about 20 years in cybersecurity space, uh, but now <clears throat> focus and run um, the Ebony Ascent platform, which is an online media platform for empowering black and brown voices and telling our stories um, and really helping highlight uh, key areas. Uh, financial empowerment is one, uh, mental health and um, just success at principles, right? So really kind of giving back to our community, our stories, our voices, you know, our time. So um, it's been a it's been a very interesting twist to get here. A lot of people look at me and go like, wait, you're doing cybersecurity identity. Now you're doing this. But, um, you know, it all it all it all comes together. Right. Um, everything works in mysterious ways. And so uh, I would I wouldn't change the path that, I, that I've been on for nothing. I think you you are right, uh, <laughs> because I've been in information technology a long time. And I I understand those those four or five different things that I focus on, like primarily with personal branding, with business development, with career development, financial empowerment, and then technology innovations, uh, which we'll have a series on that as well. But I found you to be a very curious person. Uh, I, I like your swag, man. You, you've got a great, you know, uh, way of presenting yourself. You've got a personal brand website out there. You've got a business brand website out there. So yeah. I'm just going to ask you right now, before we even get deeper into financial empowerment, is that if there was one thing right now that if you knew back then, how would you say, how would you have begun your career a little differently? Um. <clears throat> I would have uh, I would have started branding myself from the jump, man. <laughs> um, that's, if you gave me a time machine right now, I would go back to my my 24 year old self getting the first job. It's like, hey, man, um, like, you know, do your job, get, you know, learn, learn your skills, but focus, focus on your brand, like find ways to to stand out, to, to own your voice, to own what it is you do. Believe in yourself. I think a lot for me in the beginning, you know, I came in, I came out as a comp sci major and I was just like, OK, I'm not the best programmer, but I feel like I can get better. Like I was just constantly like, just, sorry, I'm just, I'm just going to sit back and chill, make myself better. And then I started realizing I was like, wait, y'all, oh, y- y'all don't know this. Oh, this, I, wait, no, nah, this is I was like, oh, OK. And I started finding myself in rooms where all of a sudden seniors, you know, senior architects are looking at me like, well, how David, what's the answer? And I'm just like, oh, OK. And it just took me a while to be comfortable and walk in that. So if anything, I would tell myself is like, look, believe in yourself. Start putting your brand out there, not in an obnoxious way, but, you know, st- start a blog earlier, start doing other things, start speaking in little meetup groups, things like that. I would have pushed myself to start doing that a whole lot further. Um, I just kind of, you know, like like most of us talk, put your head down, get to work, kid. And that's all I did. And I think I did that for a little too long. But, you know. No, I totally get that because and that's the shift. That's the pivot that um, we all need to really take a look at is showcasing your own expertise. It's not tooting your horn. It's about how you're giving knowledge. How are you Mm -hmm. telling others about what you're doing that possibly could solve problems for others? That's how I look at personal branding. It's branding yourself in in a way that you frame a story that helps others to achieve goals that normally, maybe they would have got there, but they're going to get get there a lot quicker than than before don't you love those commercials now with uh, lebron lebron is sitting there in the bed with his younger self <laughs> yeah man I, I i love that commercial man um because I, I think you know we, we've we've all seen those questions right like what would you tell yourself floating around social media and going through stuff like that but um it's uh it was very powerful i, I think especially for me just that image right lebron going back 
And for me, I'm, I'm a big sports fan. So I remember following LeBron. I remember I was in college and everybody was talking about this high school kid. And I'm just like, okay, he can't be that good. And I remember watching the game on ESPN. And I was like, that's not a teenager. That's a grown man playing <laughs> with some kids. I was like, wow. And so just to know like what he's done and what he's accomplished, right? So to see that image of a successful, you know, black business owner, because let's, let's call it what it is. Like LeBron's not just an athlete. Like he has built an amazing brand. He has built an amazing ecosystem of businesses. So to go back and sit there with his younger self and you see him like he's all excited and it's going to be this. And I'm just like, it, dude, it was, it was great. It captured everything. I think in that moment. So I, I love that. And, and yeah, man, like back to your early question that it, it, I, I kind of imagine myself, like, you know, if I could go back right when I was getting ready to graduate and just, and just sit down and have a, like a five minute conversation. That's all I need. Five minutes, right? Just answer all those questions. Like, what's it going to be like? <laughs> and, am I, am I, you know, am I really good enough at, at this software engineering thing? Like, will I really do this? Um, and, and just to imagine, you know, how that would change the course of anybody's life. If, you, if yourself could come back and just kind of give you a little bit of that, like it's a little of that confidence, let you know, like, Hey, like you're going to make you're on the right path. Yeah, you're, you're on the, right, on the path. right path. Right. So, like, um, now, yeah. now, now let's talk about that because here we now we're on the, I call the precipice of a new adventure, meaning we're starting to see digital currency. We're starting to see cryptocurrency. We're starting to see shifts, people talking about a leap in technology around uh, around the metaverse. So now we're sitting here and now we can say, wow, what would I tell my myself in 10 years? Did I do the right thing? Did I make the right investment? Did right. I follow follow you know, my, my guts? Did I make some risks? I mean, how do, how do you define financial empowerment for yourself? Um, you know, for me, it's it's all about understanding the system of finance has been created. Right. Um, and, and I always like to explain it like this. So let's say you and I, Grant, we come up with this this secret formula of how to create gold. Like we can just whatever we do, we create gold like and it works every single time. Right. So me and you get excited because we like, man, we can turn anything into gold. Oh, so yeah. we go, okay, look, look, now, Grant, what we're not going to do, we're not going to be those sides. We're not going to keep this to ourselves. We don't want people to say that we, we locked this away and all this stuff. So what we're going to do is we're going to write it down. The, the full recipe, right, of how exactly our recipe works of how to create gold. But here's what we're going to do, Grant. We're going to come up with a special language of how we describe these steps. Now, we'll put out there the information of how to decode it and how to find out what this language means. We're going to make everything available to you but we're just not going to write it in plain English. We're going to come up with a code of how we're going to do this recipe of making gold. And I tell people that's, that's the world of finance, right? Mm. When you, when you step into finance and under and look at everything from like investments, you start throwing off like PE ratios and dividends and, and all these things and breaking down analysis on, on like uh, balance sheets and income statements, all these things, monetary policy, what's fiat money, all this stuff is, is really the recipe of how finance works, how money works and the financial system that has been created. So for me, financial empowerment is understanding what that is. And now that you understand the language that's being used, you understand the terms, you understand how the financial system is set up. Now you start to understand the true difference between an asset and a liability and why it matters. You understand how to use debt because it's really a service tool. It's a financial tool, right? It's not something that, man, I grew up, I was always in debt. It's not in debt. It's you were using debt as a tool, but you were using it the wrong way. It's like if I told you to go dig a shovel in the backyard and you wouldn't grab the pencil, right? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it ain't the pencil or the shovel's fault. Like, why are you using the pencil to, to go to go make a hole? So it's understanding that system. 
then it, it's it's kind of like as I've worked with clients and I've kind of explained different things, how interest rates work and broken all these things down. It's like they're like, man, I, I see everything different now. It's like walking through the matrix. And now you're just like, oh, wait, this makes sense. <laughs> you start looking at something and go, wait, that's a one point nine percent APR. Wait, I can I can do what with that? Like, oh, wait, what do you mean that now I can I can borrow this money over here and then buy this asset over here. And as long as the income I'm making off this one services that debt, then the rest is profit. Oh, wait a minute. If I have this asset that I can then depreciate and then it grows over time, instead of creating income, I now have capital gains. And that's a less tax, this tax less than if I own a business and things run through the business and business pays taxes different than personal tax. Like it, it literally starts to become this thing and you're walking in. And now when you walk in life, you see opportunities. That's financial empowerment to me. And that's how I describe it. That's how I work with people that I work with when, I, when I'm helping them go together. It's like, I want you to walk in this world and look around and see opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, because you understand how finance works and how you can apply it for you instead of a tool that's being used to oppress you, instead of a tool that's being used to go against you. Like I got this credit card debt that's just weighing on me because I don't know how to properly leverage credit and debt because I don't understand what they are. I'm just doing what everybody else is doing. And what you just said, you just hit a big nerve, huge nerve, in that we need to understand the difference between being a W-2 employee and a business owner. Mm -hmm. The tax codes benefit the business owner, right? You want to do as much business through your business to have more flow, expense, liability, all those things you talk about through your own business that, and use your W-2. That's just another tool uh, or, or revenue stream. But your main, your main business is the business of you. Right. That I, 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 I encourage everyone to be incorporated. You should be incorporated. Yes. Only cost doesn't cost very much. But understanding how to incorporate yourself and then utilize the, the the codes that have been made. You need to understand the, the game. I tell people, if you are going to a football game and you're showing up with, with, with it, 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 baseball cleats with a glove <laughs> and a bat, right. I don't think you're going to get too far. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and that's kind of where we're at for some people because I don't believe our educational system makes it intentional. Meaning, I'm not saying they're not trying to teach you anything, but you can't just say take a semester in business and you understand business or you right. understand tax. Or you, and remember, this is the flow. This is what in everyday life is what you're dealing with, especially in the United States of America in a capitalistic society. You have to understand the focus. What is the primary focus and how do you add value? Exactly in that focus. So I want to ask you this, because this is interesting. How, how do you define your brand and how has it helped you in your career? Um, so I define my brand. It's, it's been evolving, right? Um, but, but I, I define it as the, um, the, the main quote is an individual can be more than one thing in a lifetime, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We, we got into this, place as a society where it's like you're a doctor and that's all you are very narrow-minded you're a doctor doctors don't play jazz doctors don't play baseball doctors don't do this you're a doctor that's it that's, that, that's so as soon as you decide to become a doctor you're a doctor for the rest of your life right 
And so as I started to kind of like build up my voice and my brand, it's it's all about um, I've always been good at, at breaking things down and, and, and teaching people tell me I, I, I would never call myself a teacher, but everybody loves the company was like, hey, break this down for me. You do such a good job. So I said, OK, uh, so my brand would be that of like, you know, to teach and empower and let people know that it's OK to, to be more than one thing. You can you can have these passions and areas that you want to do. Um, like you can wake up one day and say, I, I really want to understand philosophy and go study philosophy. There's nothing stopping you. Right. And not to say that people need to be running around kind of doing 8 million different things. There's a difference. It's fine. Find your focus and what it is. Right. I'm a very focused individual on wanting to empower and uplift everybody around me. And there's different ways in which I, I will do that. And that's kind of the core of my brain <clears throat> is that when you see me, it's like some people know me. It's like, oh, like Dave really knows about cybersecurity and data access management. Okay, cool. And, I, and I'll sit there and I've helped Fortune 500 companies walk through all of that. So got buddies, CISOs and directors who call me and ask me for advice. That's cool. And I've got another set of people, but I'm, and I'm always looking to empower them to how can you run your organization better? What can you do to make sure your, your, your cybersecurity structure is solid? I've got other people who know me as the finance guy. Like I'm always going to hit up Dave. Dave all knows about finance. Hey, Dave, I'm looking to get a house. What, what do I need to do to get my credit together? And I, or I mean, look at this. Can you look at this opportunity for me? Is this good, right? They know me as that finance guy. But it's the same thing. I want to reach out to Dave because he's going to tell me what I need to know. And he's going to help break something down for me. Right. And every endeavor, if anybody knows me, it's, it's the same thing. It's like, I'm going to talk to Dave. He's going to tell it to me straight. He's going to tell me ways I can understand. And he's going to break it down for me. Right. And that's really the, the, the core of the brand of who I am. Um, and I love to tell stories. So <clears throat> on all of that, like, I do that. Right. I'm, I'm the storyteller that loves to empower you. Make sure you laugh, but make sure you walk away like you understand something. So. This episode is brought to you by Five Star BDM. Five Star BDM is a professional consulting and advisory group keenly focused on business development services for small to mid-sized businesses and entrepreneurs. Although every business is unique, they often share challenges that can be addressed through smart branding. Services include process improvement and operations, digital strategy and transformation, business intelligence, digital marketing, and personal branding. Our five-star business and personal branding company has helped a number of professionals and organizations to optimize and grow. The result is more business, more opportunities, better reach, positive outcomes. Please visit www.5starbdm.com to learn more and view all the episodes of Follow the Brand. I tell you, I now I want to hear a story, right? I, I want to hear. I want. I want the story about how you were in your career. You're doing cybersecurity, and then you wanted to make this pivot into media. You wanted to make this pivot into uh, letting others know about how they can enhance themselves from a financial empowerment standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's hear. Ready. Yes, sir. Okay. So it goes back. It's 2015. We are literally across the globe. I'm in Sydney, Australia. I've just been there for six months on a project from my current company and um, loved it. Loved everything about it. Had some great friends, had some great experience. I'm packing up my things and I'm getting ready to 
to come back home. I've got this um, long trip back home. I'm taking a vacation for a week in Thailand. I got to stop by the Philippines and do a training. So I'm, you know, I'm excited. I'm packing. And as I'm packing my bag, Grant, I start crying. Oh, and um, it's not one of these. And, and I say this not to, you know, uh, macho things or whatever, but I'm not much of a crier. It's just the, the way I process emotions. I usually just kind of compartmentalize things and, and I go through with it. Right. I, if I'm crying, there's something that's really hitting me, but I wasn't sad as I was packing, but all of a sudden I started crying. And then it's this uncontrollable deep cry to where like I'm shaking. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And so I sit there and I, and I call my brother. He's always been, this is my big brother, right? So he's always the one I call like when I'm going through stuff. And he said, he, he's like, bro, what's wrong? I was like, I don't want to come back home. Like, I don't want to come back to the United States. And I was like, I think I'm going to stay here. Wow. I was like, so, you know, you got, you've got power of attorney. I was like, just sell everything. Sell the house, sell the car. I was like, I'm not coming back. He's like, man, man, what's, what's, what's going on? What's, and I was just like, I was like, for the past six months, I, the weight of being African-American has been lifted off of me. That I, it was a weight on my shoulders that I didn't even realize was there because I've, I've been in the U.S. my whole life. So I'm just used to certain things. I'm used to microaggressions. I'm used to people, you know, looking at me and assuming, oh, you're a football player or this or that, or I'm a thug or these things. I'm just used to all of this. And so I didn't realize I carried all of this with me. When I got to Australia, like none of that was there. I would walk down the street. Women didn't clutch their purse and walk away. They would just walk right past me like I was a normal person. I wasn't the black guy. I was just the American with the cool accent. Right. At the time I had long dreads and it was like in the long hair. And so I was just like, this is <clears throat> this is crazy. Right. So I was like, I, I was like this, this I was like, everybody needs to feel this. I'm not saying that, that Australia was a utopia, that it's perfect. But compared to what black people go through here, it is a complete difference. So I finally kind of get myself together. My brother was like, man, because I think, you know, he's 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 he went through uh, Bible college. So he's really big into, he's like, I think you just had your, your Peter moment. Like you're going mm. through your, your trials. You're going out, you have to figure out what this means for you. So um, he talks to me, talks me into it, talks me out of selling all my stuff. And so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna come home. Let me go on vacation first. He goes, bro, take the vacation, go on a week and just, and just think. So I spent a week just kind of relaxing, thinking to myself. And the thing was, I was like, what was the biggest thing that I didn't want to leave? Like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to come back and be, and have that weight back on me. Cause I knew as soon as I landed, it was going to come back on me. But the bigger thing was like, you know what? I need everybody to feel this. Yeah. I need everybody to understand like what it truly feels like to walk through life without a weight on your shoulders to just walk through. And I said, I started thinking to myself, so what is it that's allowed me to get here? Right. Yeah. My education, I was a computer scientist. I'm, I'm really good at my field. I was like, but, but honestly, like, what is it? Because this trip was provided by my company, but I could easily buy a ticket and come back and get a passport. I was like, that's it, like finances, right? I was like, but you got to be able to do it. So then I, it just starts eating at me, eating at me, eating. I was like, I got to work with my people. I got to find a way to get people access to this because not everybody can go get a computer science degree, but everybody can learn how to save and invest. Everybody can kind of get their finance together and then be able to take trips and see different things. And it started building. I was like, beyond that, right? I think about where I grew up. You know, I grew up in Los Angeles, right outside of uh, I grew up in Linwood, California, right? Right outside of Compton in the 1980s, bro. Like, shh. You know? Like, yeah. so all this oh, stuff. Hey, people, hey, hey, you are. I felt the heaven. I, I lived through it, right? So, right, right. And I was like, so how do I get, how do I get our people from there to like hundreds of miles away? And so I said, it's got to be finances. So 
Fast forward through a couple of sets, I get back to the US and this thing is just eating at me, eating at me. I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to start helping people like understand this finance stuff. And it it hit me because when I was over at Australia, um, one of my buddies called me, he was getting ready to buy a house. I'm, I'm on the train, I'm walking through all this stuff or whatever. And he's like, my realtor said I can do this and do this. I was like, bro, I was like, look, your realtor, I'm not saying they're a bad person. Your realtor's trying to get you in the house. I'm trying to make sure you keep the house. You got a wife and a daughter. They're going to do whatever you can to get you in the house. Five years from now, I still need you in that house, right? And this lady says, she goes, he's he's so good to have a friend like you because most people won't, won't tell them that. And I said, okay, so it's got to be finance. So fast forward, I come back. I learned how to do credit repair, right? I started start a credit repair with my, my brother, a business with my brother. We started helping people repair credit, working with our people, realizing that it, it wasn't enough. We, we helped some people, but then they would get their credit repair. They're like, now what? Now what do I do? And I had no answers for them. I was like, well, I just, you got good credit now. Like, they, they wanted to ask me about investing. They didn't want to ask me about insurance. They wanted to ask me, like, they wanted to put together a full plan. And I was like, well, I don't know how to do that. So then I said, okay, started eating this, this, this feeling in my pit of my stomach started eating at me again. And it was like, you got to do more. You got to do more. So I was like, okay, well, let me go find out about this. So then I, I got my license, my series six license, my life insurance license. I'm studying for my 65 right now. So now I started putting together financial plans for people, walking them through everything, saying, well, now that you've got understanding how credit works, understanding how budgeting works, understanding how you can use life insurance to protect your family, understanding how to invest and start to create portfolios, mutual funds. And so now I'm having a full conversation with people and I'm seeing the lights turn on and I'm starting to see things change. Not even from like my, my, it was like second or third client I sat down with, they told me, they was like, I was embarrassed to tell you when I started, but I never understood what APR was. I never understood what, they would get credit cards all the time and just sign. They didn't know what it was. They didn't know what they were paying. And now after a couple of months, us working through it, they were like, I see everything so completely different now. Right now, they started teaching their son about APR. So by the time they got eighteen, they know what to do. And so, boom, you start to see these changes. And so, all of that 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 journey is kind of what led me to get here. And the media the, the media part came about because for my company, I was doing speaking about um, IT security things of that nature. I was at a conference. I was coming off the stage. Older gentleman comes up to me, um, black gentleman teary-eyed. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know this guy's like, I don't know what's going on. He's like, Hey man, it was so good to see you up there. I've been in this, I've been in this industry now for eight years. I switched over late and I've never seen anybody that looks like me on the stage, the way you were on the stage, talking the way that we talk really owning and knowing what, you know, he goes, I'm so proud of you to keep doing it. And then after that, it was a series of like people just coming to me and saying, I'm so glad you're on the stage. I'm so glad. And I realized our people need to see this representation absolutely matters. So that's when I started to lean into the media thing, doing more speaking. I started my podcast. I started doing these things. And the two kind of came together. I was like, there's two things I need to do. I need to teach my people about finance. I need to show them and bring them into part of like, you know, my life, what I did and expose different things so they can see us in so many different areas succeeding and going forward. Because I'm thinking because I went to an HBCU, I'm thinking like people know that we out here doing stuff. But as I'm starting to talk to more people, they're like, man, I never see any of us doing anything. And I was like, then that's going to change. And so the two kind of came together. We formed the, the media company to, to empower, to get more Black voices out there, to see us in these areas. <clears throat> Again, like I said, mental health, financial empowerment, you know, business success, and then just financial empowerment. And I, I, wanted, I wanted people to know, it was like, there's so many things out here that you can understand about finance. And there's so many ways to go wrong with the two. A lot of people jumped on this. A lot of people out there scamming. I'm going to be honest. You know, I'm not trying to call anybody out. Everybody get your hustle. But I don't want our people. Our people have been hurt enough. We don't need to be getting hustled anymore, especially when it comes to finance. I wanted to make sure that the value I give is out there. 
I give it all, all freely as much as I can and push and push and push and give them as much information um, so we can just all be better and uplift each other. And uh, that's that's the story, man. That's, that's, that's a, part of the that, story. That is actually, <laughs> that's a great story and a calling. And you, you have answered the call and you're, you're still answering that call. And I, I, I applaud you for doing what you do because it is so important. This is the reason why there is a payday loan in every corner of the black community. It's not there to help you. It's there to take, you've already been taxed to death right? as a W-2 uh, employee or a contract worker or whatnot. And they're going to take even more money from you. Yep. And this is set up this way because when you're on this wheel of paycheck to paycheck and they know, meaning who's the, the, the finance people know, follow the money. If right. you take anything from this podcast, remember this, follow the money. Follow it. That will tell you what's going on and why you have certain businesses in your community and why they aren't in others. Right. And this Absolutely. is very, very important. And this will continue until you stop utilizing those uh, resources and start doing other things. And a lot of that is just being more educated. I understand the ease of use. You definitely, you know, you need cash flow, but that is not a good win situation. That's just one example that uh, I use. There's predatory lending that is constantly uh, taking place. You talked about real estate. You know, I get a call about every day. And if I don't get a call, I get it in the mail with somebody wanting to buy my house. Why are you wanting to buy my house? Right. No, and and it all goes back to I always remember that uh, that movie that uh, Lawrence Fishburne uh, uh, Fishburne was in. And it was uh, Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood, and he talked about some things very simply, like why there were certain things in the neighborhood, why they want you to leave, and why all of a sudden when you're gone, there's a gentrification that takes place. And then all of a sudden that property that was completely worthless is not worth a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. Now, that, that was been 1992. This is 2022. This is 30 years later. Same thing. We have to wake up and not become you know, a consumer society and have to become a producer society. How do you do that? entrepreneurship is one way of doing that understanding your power understanding the money that flows through the uh black community in america is 1.5 trillion dollars yep. trillion trillion that ranks as the 15th largest economy in the world as big as mexico as big as canada we need to wake up to our our, our monetary worth what what is what does that look like so look at the flow of the money of that 1.5 trillion and how to reutilize that in different ways and start stepping up that ladder. You like to right. comment on that at all, David? Oh man, I, absolutely. Uh, two comments. Number one, um, the payday loans, man, it's, it's actually um, my, uh, on my dream board, right. On my big, big dream board is to remove those from every black community in the United States. I want to rip every single one out and I'll put a financial center in if you need if you need money, if you need a loan, we'll give you a simple interest loan to get you going. You got to take a financial education course to get the loan. You take a financial education course, we'll drop the rate down to 2%. Otherwise, it's going to be a 5% flat and explain to you what that interest means. I want every single payday loan ripped out of the Black community because it's absolutely cannibalizing the Black community every single time because our people don't know any better. As far as the, the $1.5 trillion, absolutely. The money, the, the, 
I don't think we understand as a people the wealth that we have accumulated collectively as a people. The, and the problem is we're not keeping the wealth, we're spending it out and sending it, and sending it out to these other brands, right? Understanding how money works and the power of assets to collect that will continue to generate wealth and bring that back into the community is so important. Because if, if I tell everybody this, if, if we could get 10,000 people for a year not to buy Gucci, but take that same money, put it aside, and then invest it into your community, things would change. Our schools wouldn't need all this stuff. We wouldn't be asking for people to give us stuff. We have it. The money is there. We just got to redirect it. So absolutely understand that, that, that Black Americans and what we spend, Black wealth is so real and it's so close to grabbing. We just do not, enough of us haven't realized how much, how, how valuable we send this economy. Right. And once we start realizing that and start taking that money and turning it into assets that generate more income that then passes down to our generations behind us, man, it's, it's, it's going to be a beautiful thing. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Well, I think and another thing that you're doing is media. Media is so important. Media is so important. I understand why a lot of other cultures, when they look at black people, that they it, 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 they look at it as intrepidation. Why? Because every single night, every single night. On every single television in America, you will see uh, usually a black man in some kind of trouble, usually some some criminal activity that is taking place. Now, we're only 14, 15 percent of the population. You're going to tell me that we're committing 85 percent of all the crime. Right. But I tell you, we we definitely dominate 80 to 85 percent of all the media when it comes to activity. Uh, in, in these, uh, a lot of times, unfortunately, it, it is in poor uh, communities that are, are communities that are at risk, right? And a lot of times that is, I always like the analogy, like if you have a lawn, right? And if you water that lawn, if you put seed on that lawn, if you're growing the grass and you're getting rid of the weeds and you're constantly manicuring that lawn and you look right across the street and you see that same lawn. Same opportunity, but it gets no, no none of that flow, none of that water. And think of that water as money doesn't flow through that community, so it struggles. And we've got to expand the water. We've got to get more of that flow into our community and make it circulate. So it circulates. Yes. So you start thinking before you spend or what you need. I understand basic necessities, food, yeah. water, electricity, clothing. We get that. Understand that. But as you start coming forward, like, all right, what else am I spending my money on? What else can I then save on and then live within my means to start doing things at, at a more conscious level? Be conscious about where that money is going because it comes back around for not only yourself, but for your children and your grandchildren. Absolutely. So I'd like to ask you, David, before we conclude, I always like to to un- unplug because this is so important. And I want people to know about you, about what you're doing, how to tune into you. And if you had to speak to the community right now from all the things that we've already talked about, what would you like to leave us with? Um, you know, I. I would say this, um, know, know your worth and your value, right? And, and take pride in that 
you know, everything that you are is valuable, no matter what you may be presented with, no matter what the outside world may try and tell you, know your worth and in, in your value, right? And there is there's pride in the color of your skin, your culture, your hair, everything about you and, and take pride in that and, and walk in that. Because I think um, the biggest thing when we start to shift the way we see ourselves and project that out, it just starts to change the way um, you see things that are that are happening in front of you, right? You don't you don't take the, well, you know, man, it ain't it ain't never happened for nobody in my family. So it ain't gonna happen for me. It ain't this like when you start to change that, it, and and it, it does make a difference. So that's one thing I love. I would want to leave people with is know your worth, know your value. Obviously, um, you know, my, my team would kill me if I didn't give the plug, right? Um, Ebonyascent.com. You guys can check out all all of our podcasts, our blogs are all there. Um, and that's where you can engage with us, follow us and see us as we continue to grow. Um, this, this media company continue to grow the type of content we put out there. Uh, that's where you can engage with us and check us out and find out all the things that's going on with me and, and the rest of the team. Man, that, that's wonderful, David. That That is wonderful. So big shout out to Ebony Set. I mean, what you guys are doing is so important because this, I call it the new news media. You've mm-hmm. got to... Go beyond the traditional. All the news that comes out on the on the television or even the radio is it's not all good news, as we right. now know. You need to tune in to the news that's important for you, important for your family, important to your community. That's giving you knowledge and education on how to grow and become stronger as individuals in the community. So I encourage you to tune in to David Lee and Ebony Set. Because you guys are doing what I I want every one of us to to do, and that's to grow rich. How about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this has been wonderful, David. I want everyone to tune in to all the episodes of Follow the Brand at www.5starbdm. That's B for brand, B for development, and for masters.com. Until next time, you you take care, David. All right. Thanks, man. No problem.